Welcome to Creative Conflab, a podcast where we have honest conversations about creativity, art, design, and craft. I'm your host, Tara Joy Andrews. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Creative Conflab podcast. Today on the podcast, we have registered dietitian, certified diabetes educator, technology addict, and creativity lover, Alka Chopra. Thank you so much for being a guest. How are you doing today? I'm very well. Thank you so much, Tara. Thanks for having me on the show. And I have to say, I really like the name of your podcast, like creative <laughs> conflab creative conflab creative right yeah it's, yes. it's quite uh, neat yes it was a term that a manager that i worked for used to use mm-hmm. whenever he wanted to have meetings with us he would be like hey let's go have a conflab mm. and it always just stuck with me so yeah it's yeah. interesting yeah a little different. bit funky and fun too so Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So I like to start each episode on a positive note. So I'd like you to share something that has recently brought you joy. Uh, Recently brought me joy. Okay. That's uh, quite a few. There's lots of things that keep happening in in life all the time. So um, in particular, uh, the happiest thing for me in the last few months, I'm going to say, is that I started a group, like a Facebook group, uh, which was focused on self-care. Oh. And uh, that has had such a good response from people. Like it's not that hundreds of people are flowing in, but it's just the engagement that is happening and people are sharing. So if you are able to create a space... Uh, whether in person, whether virtual, wherever, and you can have people feel comfortable, you know, sharing their uh, whatever they want to share. Personally, for me, that makes me very happy. Yes, yes. And I've noticed through everything happening, a lot of people are being more open and honest. Yes. More so than I feel before we were all sort of pretending like that. How are you today? I'm fine. I know. You know what? Uh, this word, how are you, uh, is a very loaded, it's a very loaded uh, word, a sentence. Let's, let's put it that way. Yes. I, I feel that uh, it's, uh, I was talking to a, one of my managers a few years ago and I asked her, uh, she, was, she was the ED. Yes, I said, okay, how are you? Uh, she said, Alka, it's a very difficult question to answer. I said, I think it's a very heavy question that, like, like, how are you? It's just, like, so many things. We might, you know, by default, we say, okay, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But are you really fine? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've and in very difficult times in my life, when I've had a lot of stress because of deadlines and whatnot, I've had people come up to me and ask, how are you doing? And I literally broke down into tears because yeah. the reality was I was not fine. Mm-hmm. Even though my response was about to be, I'm fine, like through tears. Yes. <laughs> Being like, yes. I'm fine. Yeah. I can do so this. I've actually rephrased my question. So when I, when I'm talking to my patients, I never ask them how are you i will always ask them how has your day been so far oh i love that so it just changes the whole um 
dynamics right completely right because when they are focusing on the present right uh, on today and when you're when you're talking to patients who come with you come to you for uh, some you know health issues and challenges it just takes the pressure off them big time yes yeah oh i love that a nice positive spin mhm yeah so you're a di- registered dietitian, Correct. but you also have a history with teaching using technology and also love crafts and creativity. Can you tell the listeners a little more about you, your creativity, and your business? Yeah. So um, I'll start with a little bit about my history with uh, and my, I'm going to say, my love affair with the technology. Yes. So this is when my daughter, now she's 22, and she was just, I think, two years old. So it's been a really long time. So at that time, I was I was teaching um, high school students. This was way back in India. Mm-hmm. I now even forget the year, actually, to be honest. So, I, I do that all the time, too. <laughs> I, I, it's been really long. Yeah. So uh, as a teacher, you know, uh, like I always, uh, like I liked things like, at the time, you know, in India, um, internet was coming, and we had we had that phone uh, modem where when you connected to the internet, the phone would not work. Yes. Talking of those times. Yes, my mom often kicked me off the internet. Yes. Like, I have to call call someone. I'm like, but I'm I know. The internet. Yeah. And I'm trying to download a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking of those times. It may sound ancient, especially for the millennials who probably will listen to this podcast. So that's how it was. Anyways, long story short, so in the school that where I was teaching, um, Intel at that time was uh, working, uh, was doing a program called Intel Education. Yes. That's the, that was the whole program where they were teaching uh, school teachers on how to use computers. So that was my first introduction. I'm going to say the formal introduction on how to use computers, how to use PowerPoint, Excel, Word. And at that time, the search engine used to be Alta Vista. I don't know whether, Tara, you have heard, ever heard of it because I'm pretty sure you're younger than me. Uh, I was in the Netscape days. So okay. <laughs> I skipped Alta Vista. <laughs> okay, you did. <laughs> so at the time, yeah, Alta Vista used to be, and I think Ask James was another one. Ask yes. James, something like that. Jeeves. Yeah. Ask Jeeves, yeah. yeah. So it was something like that. So it was during those times. Anyway, I, I really got very interested in uh, how you can you you can really use technology mm-hmm. in a classroom that was the intel program intel, intel technology in the classroom and that was the whole name of the program okay so i took the training the training was 12 weeks long and after the training intel had a competition it was based on bringing technology to the classroom. So what we had to do was we had to create a whole uh, lesson plan uh, with, with, the, um, with the PowerPoint and that whole shebang as to how you will actually put it in place in a classroom. Right. So the presentation that I made, uh, it was on Rangoli. I, again, Rangoli is floor decoration because I used to do arts and crafts from a very young age. I really enjoyed summer vacation for me meant doing arts and crafts. 
So with Rangoli, you are doing with flowers, you, know, you can do it with color, uh, with powdered colors, you can do it with uh, beans, you can do it with rice, lentils, so many things you can do it. And you can even paint on the floors. So that was my first introduction, I'm going to say the first, and I, I won, it was a national competition like all over India, and they had chosen eight winners, and I was one of the winners, one of the eight. Wow from the thousands of people who yeah. had yeah and the the uh, the prize was actually a computer <gasps> which were very expensive back then yes at the time right so yeah. it was a computer uh, the keyboard and cpu and even a printer so it was the whole thing that was actually the prize so till today um, i am so proud of that i feel it makes me happy since it seems a long time ago that was the first time that i really combined technology and the creative side of me and and then from there on i kept on you know growing learning more and more and more and then when we came here to canada now it's been 18 years since we came here to canada uh, got into teaching and then continue my journey with my arts and crafts then i took some training in painting and then i have even taught painting um and yeah, yeah getting better by the day I have to say that yeah it's been a journey yes but an exciting yeah. one yeah, I love yeah, I love creative people cuz they're always exploring and trying new things and trying new techniques and there's always a new craft to learn, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you then Michael. I got into website design also, yeah. Uh, website designing also a little bit uh, which again it's all self-learned. Yes. Uh, there's no specific uh, classes or anything that I've done, but but even with website design, also you can actually uh, bring in technology in there as well. Yes. Right. So and the creativity as well. Yes. Yeah. I started asking all of my guests this question because I love the variation in their answers. So how do you define creativity? Define creativity, yeah. So creativity is, it, creativity can be in anything. Creativity does not, it's not very, I mean, I, people should not limit it. So it is any kind of activity that makes you happy and in which you can put your spin on it. Yes. Your, you can put your personality into it, whether you are cooking, uh, whether you are you are actually doing a crafting or a painting, whether you are doing interior decoration, whether even you are designing a document, yes, right? even that is yeah. creativity too. So it is anything that makes you happy and proud uh, with your authentic self uh, reflecting on it. To me, that's creativity. Yeah, I love that. I love the expression that we all get to do when we do those things. You get to put a little bit of yourself in all the projects that you work on and all the things that you create. Yes. And that's partly why I became a designer was because mm -hmm. of, of that joy. Um, right. I can't, I still can't believe that I get paid to create every day, but <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm it one of the lucky time. ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's takes time and you should be willing to spend that time and yes. of course some people don't want to spend that time and it's a learning process also yes yeah definitely so I get the feeling that training instructing and teaching is something that you enjoy basic from 
going through your website and seeing what you've created. And uh, what is it about teaching that you love? Um, yeah, so uh, I come from a family of teachers. My mom uh, is now she's retired, so she was a teacher. Uh, my dad uh, was also a teacher. He was a professor in the university. And he recently retired just to, about two years ago um, at the age of 82. Wow. Uh, from, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so I've seen teaching, uh, and I think teaching is a very... Yeah, they do say teaching is a noble profession and all that stuff. But for me, teaching is when you're sharing your knowledge and your skills again with full authenticity not just surface level so that's what i really enjoy and that is why i with the any opportunity i get to teach i grab that opportunity whether yeah. it is teaching a craft like even right now i teach at uh, the college level i do distance like virtual yes. but i i am still and the other thing my job my job involves teaching like mm -hmm. when I'm talking to patients, it's all about education, uh, being in chronic disease management as in diabetes in any other, any other. So it's all about teaching. Yes. And I think I'm pretty good at it. I have the patience to do it. And um, I also have the, uh, like, I don't, like personally, when you are teaching, you need to just let go. I mean, you don't need to uh, hold off on anything, any skill, any knowledge that you have. Don't hold off on it. Right. Just give. Yeah. Because yeah. when you give, the receiving people who receive it, it's amazing. The few times that I've helped people, um, for me, it's something that I might take for granted that I learned a while ago but then when you teach them for the first time something and they're just blown away I always love that feeling of mm -hmm. of empowering someone and yeah giving them that knowledge to take forward and sort of like blossom on their own yeah and, and once you start getting those creative like those minds thinking mm -hmm. then they feel more empowered to go and and teach themselves also right. that's what i yeah. love when you yeah. when you give someone the, a little bit of motivation and inspiration and then they just run mm -hmm. with it yeah 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 and people yeah. are very appreciative you know uh, no matter mm -hmm. what is going on people's lives uh, the world we live in uh, today i think is very is very evil um, oh so yes <laughs> Yeah, and it's very, people have become so materialistic, I find. Mm -hmm. So in that, if you are able to, uh, you know, be the silver lining by sharing and making someone happy, I think that's a really, that's, that's really amazing. Yes. Yeah, I agree 100%. Is there a certain part of the creative process that you love? And uh, what is it and why do you love that part so much? Uh, yeah, so um, creativity, like for me, is the unknown, you know, the unknown thing. Like, <clears throat> what is going to be the final result? That's what is, that's very exciting to me. Yes. If, for example, you are, I don't know, whether you're writing a paper, whether you're creating a painting, uh, whether you're cooking something, or uh, I make soap. So if I'm making soap, uh, then... The final result, I don't know. The process to me 
is very interesting. Yes. And what the end result will be, it's a surprise. So that is what excites me. That's what keeps me going. That, okay, let me start. It's just, just start. And then, you know, things will happen to you. It's so, so yeah, people just don't start. And that's where the problem is. Oh, yes. We, we convince ourselves that we will fail before we even start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many un, undone art projects and Correct. crafts yeah. in, my, in my closet that oh, gosh. are because <laughs> of that, right? Yeah. 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 So you mentioned to me that you use arts and crafts as self-care. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little more about that and how the creativity yeah. has helped? Yeah. So I like to call myself as a self-care dietitian. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is I promote self-care a lot in my uh, in my patient appointments because uh, one of the a standard question that I ask my patients uh, when they come to me is uh, what is your self-care routine? And I'm going to say 99 or 98 times out of 100, the answer is I have no self-care routine. Wow. Isn't that interesting, right? So it's, yeah. So <clears throat> so what has happened is I think the definition of self care has been blown out of proportion. Where people, if you if you were to Google self care, the things that really come up, the top things I'm going to say on the, uh, Google page number page one, is go to the spa, spend hundreds of dollars, or take a vacation go to a retreat, get a massage, all these things. All these things are the top of the list. Right. Right. But when I'm, sometimes when I talk to people for self-care, I do weave in the creativity piece Mm -hmm. big time. And that can be from the dollar store. dollar store or the pound store like wherever you are in england it's a pound store or a store which is which has like very reasonable and economically priced items wherever in the world you are listening this podcast from so so the the art piece the creativity piece is something which is huge uh it's so that i have a program and we can maybe talk about that later but in that the creative piece there is creative meditation and there is actual creative, so again, creativity, I don't want to limit the definition, but it is actually creating an art piece. So it could be, I'll just share an example with you, which happened a couple of years ago, where I was teaching uh, stress management to a group of men. Mm-hmm. There's about 15 men in the room. And uh, one of the activities I had was uh, to do with colors, like just color pencils. And in that, I just gave them grid paper. I said, okay, what I want you to do is to draw any shape. And the grid paper is like a whole pack you can get. I didn't even for 50, 60 cents. I don't know. At Mm -hmm. that time, it was less than a dollar. So they had to just draw any shape on that grid paper with a pencil. It could be a star, a rectangle, square, circle, whatever. Nothing. There's no rules there at all. And then once they have drawn that shape, uh, then they had to color each grid in whatever colors they wanted. It could be multicolored, it could be a pattern, it could be one green, two blue, whatever. There were no rules at all. And the whole, the 15, those 15 men, imagine one woman in a room of full of 15 men, all of them looking at me, and they're like, we've never even done this ever. What is this? 
I said, you know what, just relax, take a deep breath. Just relax, just follow my instructions, that's all. Don't ask questions. So there were two piles of uh, paints of the, of the Crayola colors. There were color pencils and there were crayons. There were two uh, piles over there. So this is, you have, there's, I'm not even watching. I will walk out of the room. There is no judgment at all over here. You do what you want to do. I'm going to give you 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, I did, I did go out and I came back in in between just to check on them. Mm-hmm. And, and Tara, it was amazing to see those men. They were so engrossed. And I just had some light music playing in the background. And each one of them was actually trying to get the perfect coloring in those grids. Wow. And all 15 heads were focusing literally on the paper they were not willing to even lift. They did not even notice me coming and going out of the room. Amazing. And after 15 minutes, I said, okay, because, because in the interest of time, so I really have to stop you. But they would, did not want to stop. <laughs> and they were amazed at themselves. I said, okay, wow, this was so relaxing. Mm-hmm. and so calming and the fact that you said that there are no rules and there are there is no judgment actually made it so much easier for us and we actually enjoyed the process yeah right yeah so they had so they uh, they all showed I, I i should have taken a picture at that time but it's now it's all in the past but um they they all showed there and they were really happy they were looking at it again and again of what it was so simple such a simple activity and but they enjoyed it so much so that that's what i'm saying over here it is just the power that you have in the colors in the medium and in the process it it makes it so relaxing and calming that, and that's why I bring it in all the time. And when I have patients in my room, I will say to them, you know what, go, how about go to the dollar store and pick up a medium of your choice. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to pick up those ice cream sticks, you know, um, the thing, and you want to make something out of that, like let's just like children do. Yeah. And then you want to color it on a piece of paper, just do it. Yeah. And it's just 15 minutes, 15 minutes, anybody can take out from their day. It's not that hard. It is just a willingness for doing it. So it does have a good, it has a really good impact on um, your own. That That is your me time. You're taking time for yourself. Um, and yeah, really focusing on your own thoughts mm-hmm. and letting yourself go with the flow. Yeah, definitely. I I always equate my creative time to it's almost like a form of meditation. Yes. And therapy because everything else, all those stresses and worries about mm-hmm. everything just get blocked and I'm right. just focusing on doing the cross stitch or painting the painting or drawing mm-hmm. the picture or coloring. Um yes. you know, a couple of years ago coloring went bananas and there's bookshelves and bookshelves of coloring books now and all of the chapters which I was in heaven (laughs) yeah it was it's like yeah color by numbers and Mm -hmm. all those things were just so new at that time yeah but that that was that is amazing it's just um and that that's what I so so part of the self-care pieces for me is a creative meditation yeah because I equate painting coloring any kind of creative activity to meditation 
Mm-hmm. Because med- the goal of meditation really is you're focusing on yourself. That is exactly what you're doing when you are involved in any kind of creative activity. Yes. And again, I find most of society now thinks meditation is that you can't think of anything. <laughs> and as soon as I have a thought, then I failed at meditating. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a discussion for maybe another day. Yeah. <laughs> we'll schedule another show. <laughs> yeah. But that is like, okay, I can't meditate. Of course you can. Anybody can meditate. Yeah. Because the, 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 point, the, the thing with meditation is that so some people think, oh, I've got to just sit, sit straight, sit still with my eyes closed and blanked out. How can you, how is it? It's not even humanly possible to do that. No. Yeah. Very simply because the thoughts will be always be there. But when you are involved in meditation, whether the actual meditation or a creative style, you get, you get one more tool in your toolbox to really manage all the, uh, the, the challenges you're having in your life. So the more yeah. tools you have in your toolbox, the happier you are. Yes. Yeah. And you build resilience, which we, we all need. Correct. More than anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a creative pack practice or daily practice that our listeners can do that might help them with their self-care and that they might be able to start today? Yes. So something that I, that I, I, you know, I recommend a lot is just to do in the morning. You know, this is something that even I do. I've been doing it for the past one month, actually. This is something new that I started. That in the morning when you get up, just sit on the side of your bed. Sit up straight with your back straight and your arms on maybe on your, on your bedside, on your, on your side. And just close your eyes. Again, if you don't want to close your eyes, don't. Just take 20 deep breaths. Mm. That is all. That's if even if you can do this practice, say three times in a day, or just start with once in the morning. Or if morning is kind of challenging, maybe you can do it before you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. And if you can sneak in one during the day, you know, you're watching TV, for example, just for that, it just takes not even five minutes. So just I think on Tuesday, today is uh, Thursday. So on Tuesday, I was doing a, a group session, a virtual group session to some seniors. And we did that practice in there. And it was just like, and I and one of them, they actually timed it. It was not, it was like literally, I think, two and a half minutes. The 20 deep breaths took us to do. To do. Yeah. And after that, everyone you was feeling so light and very comfortable. So this is something that you can, you don't need any money for it. You just, you just need yourself. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I often take those breaks and I, I sort of, what I call it is sort of like restarting the computer. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Like restarting my mindset. Right. Yes. Yeah. Especially when I'm overwhelmed or feeling stressed about something. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I see you offer class or creative classes online, including creating coasters and painting. Mm-hmm. So, what prompted you to start offering these classes online? Um, so, I was once at the library, you know, just of a local library, and in the local library, I found this book on a one-stroke painting. 
I don't know if people are familiar with this or not. So what that painting technique really is that you take the color or you take multiple colors on a brush and with the different strokes, like it could be like a long stroke, it could be a daisy stroke, different kinds of strokes, you create you create flowers, leaves, or any kind of pattern, whatever design you have. So when I saw that, it was very interesting because uh, there was there is no need to draw first with a pencil. Right. You you hit the paper with the colors right away, and just like nature is not perfect. There is no perfection at all here, at all. So you can just go, and the, so the shading, the shape, everything comes in that one stroke. That's why it's called as one stroke. So this technique was created by a woman in, in the U.S. and Florida, and it's taken, like, it's very, very popular in the U.S. In Canada, not so much, but there is a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's so I took the training of, to be an instructor for that. And that's how I started offering classes in community centers, uh, in libraries. And then I also started doing some tutorials on uh, on my, that's the one that you saw for coasters. Mm-hmm. There's a few other that that I have, which, I, which I'm going to be uploading as well very soon. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got uh, started. And then I started also uh, inter- including the painting. And this this painting thing as part of the self care program that I have. Oh, nice! It's a so very there's... simple tutorial that you, the one that you saw. It is it is with coasters and with just two colors, the blue and the white color. That's all. You know the you know the wedgewood things that were that you get the blue and white combination of the Bombay company. They have the blue and white combination. Yes, that's yes. the inspiration uh, from there. Yeah. Yeah, I love those two. Those two colors together are so yeah. striking. Yeah. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Are there crafts that you don't know yet that you're curious about learning or teaching in the future? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Tara, I need to yeah. stop. How much time do you have, have left, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is that it's just too much. It's just, uh, I am just a, a crafty nerd. So just to let the listeners know, so I do painting, crafting, I do beading, jewelry, um, then I do polymer clay, uh, and I also do soap so and mixed media art. So that's a handful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% sure that there's so, there's so many things out there one can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for now, I think I'm, I'm pretty good with the amount of time that I have with the <laughs> working and, you know, doing all this. I'm pretty happy. So, what I, so with me, the, the problem is that I get bored very quickly. I'm doing one activity so I need to jump to something else very so I need that variation yes yeah so that's why I have all these multiple things but for people who are who are happy with doing one thing at one time if you like to do soaping go ahead do that you know mm-hmm. keep going in that and whatever everyone is different every uh, individual is different so do what works for you Yes. And what brings you joy? What brings you joy? That's <laughs> yes. the most important thing. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any new creative classes? You mentioned one a little earlier that are launching soon. Um, everything is, will be put on my website. You know, it's uh, just 
Uh, I have nothing planned immediately. The only thing that I have right now is the self-care course. Uh, it's a 12-week program and creative and uh, creative activities is a part of that. Um, but yeah, in the down the road, definitely there will be more coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I, I already actually have recorded a few, uh, which is one of them is actually doing um, mud and mirrors. Oh, clay. Yeah. Clay, uh, clay and mirrors. So that's a very Indian style of art. Uh, that's the one, uh, and it should be. I should. It should come up soon on the on the website. Uh, there's another one that I did was on reverse glass painting. Oh yes, yeah. I've seen those before. They're gorgeous. Yeah, so it's reverse glass painting. Then uh, there's one that I'm actually working on. It's on dot painting. You know, when, uh, the the, yes. the dotting tools. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah, the, yeah. when the they make the patterns that get bigger yes. and bigger yes. and the bright colors. Yeah. Oh. So that's the one uh, with a different dotting tool. So now all these are also very therapeutic yes. in nature as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they are, it's in the, it's in the pipeline. So uh, people will hear from them. So if they're interested, they can definitely connect with me and um, I can let them know when all these things are coming up. Awesome. So before we wrap up, uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can connect with you and your website? Yeah. So my website is my name, alkachopra.ca. So that is the best place to go. So there it has a listing of all. So I also have a YouTube channel as well, which is on like, it's on mindful living and uh, like different ways in, it's called one week to your health. where I talk about making small changes uh, one week at a time, like tiny changes, which are sustainable. Mm -hmm. Um, So so all information, that is your best place to go to, alkachopra.ca. That's A-L-K-A. And my last name, C-H-O-P, as in Peter, R-A.ca. So when you go to that website, you will find all information uh, over there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was a pleasure to have you as a guest on Creative Conf Lab. And I will definitely be watching to see all of these new classes that mm-hmm. are being offered. Sure. Yes. Yeah, sign up for the, uh, so there's, so there's a sign, you can sign up for a few things on the website. And once you sign up, then you, I can be in touch with you. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much, Tara. It was fun. This is my, I love to talk about this topic because with creativity, there's so much that one can do and, you know, be a happier person and uh, lead a happier life. Yes, I agree 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So have a great day. You too. Thanks so much. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Creative Conflab. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation today and I hope you've been motivated to put a little bit of creativity into your self-care practice. If you'd like to follow along Creative Conflab on other channels, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can always also visit us on our website, creativeconflab.com. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you get to be creative. And as always, I hope that you're able to be well.